Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp. Happy New Year. And not to put a big stinker on your resolutions, but I'm here to talk to you about why 80% of New New Year's resolutions fail by February. Some of the reasons why are goals aren't clear, you feel overwhelmed, you feel discouraged, 
and you're not ready to change. Example, if you're running a marathon, would you just do it one day without working up to it? No, you'd actually train for it. We, we're in the place where we want instant gratification. So we set a grand goal for the year, not thinking through the commitments and little goals we need to do to actually reach them. If, if you don't set yourself up to succeed at these goals, you will indeed slip, feel guilty, quit, and then be bummed about it. I am super excited to be co-hosting today with Ed Milet. He is one of the top 50 wealthiest under 50, an entrepreneur and believes in fully maxing out at your life. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you, Teddy. Uh, <laughs> I think you said it pretty well. I'm barely under 50 anymore. When that was written, I was way under 50. But I'm a life and business coach, and I kind of just, I've decided to spend the second half of my life helping people make their lives better. You know, I spend almost all my time doing that now, as you know. And you and your husband, Edwin, are a couple of my dearest friends, so it's great to be here with you today. Well, thank you. Yeah. And so we're going to, I'm going to, Ask some questions to Ed, but we're also going to have Tanya Rod on, who's going to talk to us about vision boards, which I have a lot of questions on. I mean, I know tons of celebrities do vision boards, but I have actually never done one. And then we also have a life coach on, uh, Cherie Healy. So, Ed, I've been super vocal about how I feel about resolutions, which I... I don't make them because mm -hmm. I truthfully don't believe that if you make some goal and you're saying, I'm going to do this every day for the rest of the year, yeah. you're setting yourself up to fail. How do you actually feel? Well, I do both. I set up stuff at the beginning of the year, but I totally agree with you that if you have some one-year plan, but you're not doing something short-term, you don't have a goal for every day or every week, you're probably going to break down. I actually teach a thing called mini days where I break my day into literally three days. 6 a.m. to noon is one full day. Noon to 6 p.m. is another day. And 6 p.m. to midnight is the third day. So the more you shrink time frames down of where you link your goals to, the more likely you are to achieve them. So I actually get 21 days a week instead of seven, which is a way of managing my time that is a huge difference for me in terms of productivity and staying focused on my goals. So I have long-term goals too, but I, the more you can shrink the time frame, you're totally right, the more likely you are to stay on them. Yeah, like I'll do my daily three non-negotiables, which are the things that I'm doing no matter what. Yep. I also do my three daily goals, mm -hmm. which sometimes I won't get to those, and then I'll know the next day, oh shoot, I need to move that to a non-negotiable for tomorrow because yeah. I can't put off that phone call anymore or that decision to let that person go or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, You're really good at that, by the way, because I know you and you're outstanding. One little tip on that, just to say everybody, is that, you know, you're going to check your smartphone about 350 times a day. If you're an achiever, it's like 500 times a day. So to keep yourself on track, instead of your screensaver being a picture of something that's from the past, put on that screensaver those goals for the day, and you'll look at them 350 to 500 times a day, and it programs it in your mind, right? So that's a huge oh. tip that I do every single day. My goals are on my phone. So 350 times a day, it's like bang, 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 bang. I'm seeing these things that are important to me. That is so smart because I'll put little um, like timer reminders, mm -hmm. like do this by this time, yep. but that is so, so, every time I pick up my phone, I'm just looking at nonsense yeah and the reason that's so important by the way those timers are huge too almost nobody teaches that so it's super cool that you're talking about that because I do that too I put timers through my day through my month through my year reminding me on stuff so that's a huge thing and the other thing is here's the reason that's important 91% of your thoughts every single day are identical to the previous day you have 9% of your thoughts are variable every day that's it 9% so the difference in shifting your life is these 9% of your thoughts what is it that you think differently Tuesday than you thought on a Monday and so that's that's how you shift your life. The rest of them are identical. Every single day you think the same exact thing. For me, things. it's anxiety timing. No, <laughs> it is. I know it is for you. And a little bit for me, too. That's all right. But, yeah, that's how you change it. 
And what is the best advice you could give someone by, that says like, okay, 2020, new decade, I want to change X, Y, and Z by the, by the end of the year? Huge thing I would say to you is that, and we'll talk about this later, is you're only going to be consistent with what you believe you're worth, which is your identity. But here's the deal. Goal setting is really something that's not evolved in like 50 years, and I'm writing about it right now. The old goal setting idea is, hey, write your goals down, read them twice a day, read them out loud, and have a reason why. Those are all really powerful things, but it's like 1920 Napoleon Hill stuff. The modern version of it is this. You're, you have to have your thoughts and your feelings in alignment or in congruency. So you have a conscious thought. Here's what happens for most people. They're, they think, which is your conscious mind. Your body, what you feel, is your unconscious mind. So you write down all these things that you think you want, except you're thinking them. And the minute you think it, you're in the same body as before, the same feeling. of like, I want to make $100,000. I want to lose 20 pounds. But the feeling is, eh, I'm not going to do it. So your feelings and your thoughts aren't in alignment or in congruency. You're really not going to change you. So the way you change you is to get your feelings in alignment with your thoughts. So how do you do it really quickly? A huge tip, and I'm writing about this right now, is I coach a lot of athletes, as you know, on their mental game. Athletes are the best in the world at achieving their goals. The reason is they do these three things. Number one, when you have a thought of the goal that you want, you have to get your body in a peak state when you're having that thought. So I want you to do one thing. When you're doing your working out or yoga or stretching or even taking a shower, if you ever notice you're in the shower, the water hits you, you're like in a better state. You have better thoughts in the shower. That's because your feelings have changed. So while you're in a 45-minute workout, give yourself the gift for two minutes during that workout of going through the thoughts of what your goals want to be and sinking it in your body when it's in a peak state. And what happens then is the feeling of achievement is already in the body at the same time you think. And if you do that over and over, you're rewiring your thoughts and your feelings to be in alignment. Huge, and which is making your self-worth so much higher. And you're literally changing you. Otherwise, you just think, I want this, I want this, in the same body, same unconscious mind, you feel the same way. The third element that athletes do a great job is they visualize the goal happening as if it's happened. And they, if you think about it, they celebrate the touchdown. They celebrate the home run. They celebrate the, the field goal, whatever it is. So the third element is get your thoughts and your feelings in alignment. So be thinking your goals while you're moving your body. This is a huge difference than reading them stagnant. And third, see it happening and flood yourself with gratitude for the achievement of something that hasn't existed yet. And the more you're flooding yourself with a feeling of gratitude for the achievement of it, your feelings and thoughts are in alignment. You are remaking you. And that's how you actually manifest something is those three things combined. Yeah, you couldn't be more right. Gratitude <laughs> is key. Yep. When I wake up mornings and I'm like, I can't believe I have to do this. I am so irritated. I have to do this. I'm in a crap mood all day. Mm-hmm. I'm going through the motions motions versus waking up saying i get to do this yes i am so grateful that i can get up get on this peloton bike yeah get my kids ready for school drop them off, like whatever it may be yep. like we get to do these things and we are in such a better place than so many other people and on we Earth. take it for granted you do take it for granted and then also flood yourself with gratitude for the things you want before you've received them trust me that remakes it remakes your cellular basis of who you think you are so i watch you do it you're on that peloton or you're in the you're working out in the morning and i know you're thinking about your goals for that day while you're doing it most people separate They wake up, they read their goals, so they think things when their body's not in a peak state. Then they go move their body, but don't think those thoughts. Link them together, and you start changing you. That'd be the hugest thing you could give yourself the gift of. Even if you're exercising, just taking a walk. If you don't exercise, 
do it in the shower because that water changes your state and changes your feelings. Yeah, that's such a good idea. And I mean, so often we're looking to others to motivate us. Mm-hmm. And if if you're not willing to commit to yourself, it doesn't matter what I say, what you say, <laughs> what anybody says, because then we're just stuck in our own negative feelings of like, who's going to do this for me? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And that's like, that's the lowest level motivation is someone else moving you. Yeah. The way you really change yourself is you don't even get really what you want in life. You really get what you believe you deserve and you get your standards. So if you can change your personal standards of what you believe you're worth or what you will accept from yourself, that's when you won't need someone else to move you. But if you don't change your standard, you don't change your worth, then you're constantly looking at somebody that you think is worth more than you to get you to do something, right? That's the problem. So I have a question. So for me, when it came to changing my life, I almost had to hit like a rock bottom Mm -hmm. where I felt really alone, really sad, where I was just like struggling. And I was at that place where like, who's going to do this? for me and finally I was like F this I'm changing my life today I don't care what you say what you do what your thoughts are this is for me but other than kind of hitting that breaking point how do people start elevating their self-worth yeah so self-worth is through keeping the first off the way you get self-worth is by getting self-confidence self-confidence is something you can get right now you can start building your self-confidence right now self-confidence is the process of keeping the promises that you make to yourself That's all self-confidence is. So when I meet somebody who doesn't have a lot of confidence, because I've been there where I had none, I had consistently not kept promises I made to me. I didn't stay on my nutrition plans. I didn't make the amount of phone calls in my business I said I would. I wouldn't even get up when I said I was going to get up. I couldn't trust me. Lack of self-confidence is lack of self-trust. And so the more you just stack the day in your favor, where you do the things you can control and keep these promises you make to yourself, the more you begin to transform your self-confidence. Now you can go to work on your identity and your worth. And your worth is going to govern everything in your life. Your identity is like the thermostat sitting on the wall in this room, right? It's regulating the temperature in here. It's not the external temperature outside that regulates this place. If it's 80 degrees outside, it's still going to be 74 in here because the thermostat's set there, right? Right. Most people think it's the external things in their life. It's not. It's your internal thermostat, your identity that governs everything. And the problem that people have is that's why they gain weight back. That's why they lose money they make. That's why relationships are good and then they're not good. If your identity is 75 degrees of happiness, let's just say, and life starts to get better at 80, 85 degrees, you will find a way to unconsciously turn the air conditioner on and cool your life back to that regulated identity. Same thing as if it goes bad. Some of us gain a little bit more weight than is we really think we're worth. We will heat our life back up and lose that weight to 75 degrees. So the whole key to life is all the other stuff's great. you got to change that internal thermostat. How do you do it? Two ways. One, who you're around. The power of your associations, who you listen to on social media, the things you're reading, and who your closest colleagues or friends are around you every day supporting you. The second thing is in a short window of time, do something psycho. (laughs) Seriously, in a short little window of time. Give me an example here. Okay, so like um, dramatically change something. So... um, if for me in business, if it was I was making three or four phone calls a day, I'm going to make 15 a day. I'm not talking about something that's not maintainable, like going to the gym for three hours. But if you shock yourself and you deliver on it, it's like a new watermark in the pool. You're like, oh, that's not who I am anymore. So little bursts of something really significant. We've all had that happen. You've all had a couple little moments in your life at some point where, bam, something in a little window happened and you never went back to that old person again. It changes your identity. And so for me, I'm just feeding myself good people. That's why I hang around you and your husband, right? Like people like that in my life that are positive. Like on, I'm not saying this. I was thinking about it driving up here today. I really enjoy when we're together. 
And I told yeah. you the other night we were we went to a football game. I'm like, I, I want to do this more. Like people that just feed your energy. So many of you have people in your life that deplete your energy. They drain you all the time. I, I, I know. I never understand when people want to be around people so that they can feel smarter than them, so they can feel like they are in this higher place. I want to constantly surround myself with people I can learn from mm-hmm. that make me laugh. Yeah. That I like. I, I can talk to, and I, I am seriously engaged in conversation. Yeah. I know if I'm checked out from a conversation, it's because I'm hanging around the wrong people. Bingo! See, here's every you're on. Everyone says this to me. I just want people to accept me for who I am. I don't want that. No, I don't either. I don't want friends who accept I, me for who I am. I want people who expect more of me than I currently am, but love me as I am. And that's right? one of the best things. And that's why I love your wife. Right. And that's what's yeah. so great about my husband is like they're not going to just let us sit there and be complacent yeah. in who we are. Yeah. And I this is a common thing that everyone always asks me like how do you wake up just excited to do it every day and I'm like I don't me either <laughs> you are crazy if you think that is the case yeah. none of us are no matter who it is that you're listening to on you know mm-hmm. podcasts or social media or whatever it is we are waking up and making the decision to huge. fight for ourselves so huge and I think someone like you and me if people knew us better and I know you talk a lot about it I try to as well I think the reason we seem like we know more about this stuff is you and I had to acquire these skills just to be like baseline functional like <laughs> when I was younger I had no confidence right I couldn't communicate I was a little guy I, I needed to get some of these skills just to feel decent about myself and then what happened is I got addicted to learning how to be better but you gotta have a couple friends everybody that make you a little uncomfortable like like the type of friends that you know maybe you clean up before they come over the house you know what I mean like they, you don't want them to see you like you are all the time and I have a lot of those people they love me but they expect more of me I'm a little tiny little skosh uncomfortable around them and it makes me want to be better so that's how you start to change your identity if you don't have those friends then it's picking two or three people on social media or podcasts that you go I'm gonna pour myself with this person they're gonna virtually mentor me and affect me that way and I think it's also okay to show your vulnerability like I could feel myself at the beginning of this podcast my voice was nervous because you were here today and I was like wow why do I sound different than I normally do at the intros and I was like oh it's because I'm doing this with Ed so instead of having that moment where I don't ever want you to see that I want to say it to you because yeah. then it takes that anxiety away from it yeah I've now I've told you there's no moment now, where you're gonna be like judging me or I don't have to think what is Ed thinking yeah, yeah because yeah. I put it out there and yeah. so I think you do the same where yeah. if you're just vulnerable you take away so many elements in your mind oh my gosh so vulnerability I love you um <laughs> I mean, I, like, I do this for free 100 days a year, right? Like, this is great for me. So vulnerability, you know, like they say, uh, they used to say, hey, pot is a gateway drug. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, right? But they used to say that. A vulnerability is a gateway emotion. Vulnerability magnifies and gives you access to way more magnified emotions on the other side. If you'll just be vulnerable with yourself and with other people, on the other side of that is more connection is more joy, is more love, is more achievement, more significance. The lack of vulnerability, kind of hiding in your fears, it robs you from all the things you really want. So I am a vulnerable person. Like, I do deal with insecurity. I am pretty introverted, naturally, right? I don't know if it's natural or I learned it. But I have all kinds of screwed up. If you knew how screwed up my mind was, you probably never listened to anything I said, right? <laughs> so so I like that you do that. And when we're together, we do it too. So I, I'm a huge fan of vulnerability. And I think what happens if you're not vulnerable, then you end up putting up a shell mm-hmm. and people see that and they can't relate to you. And ugh, I know Ed and I are in a role and like you can't 
quite get us to be quiet when, <laughs> when we're on a roll, but we do need to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to have Tanya Rad, who I love, love, love. She is on Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly, and she is hilarious and smart and such a good person. I cannot wait to hear about her vision boards. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right. I know we have more questions for Ed, but first we've got to talk to my girl, Tanya. I love her. Hi, are you here? Hi, I'm here. How's it going, babes? You're on with me and Ed Milet. Hey, Tanya. Great to have you. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, so we need, I need, I know all of the celebs love the vision boards. I've actually never done a vision board, so I need you to walk us through it. I also am going to grill you on, like, what's on your vision board. Um, that, like, actually surprises me that you've never made a vision board because this is, like, so you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll make it me. Let's see. Okay, so basically what you do, and this is how I do it, you can do it anyway, but this is the way that I found to, to be like the most successful, is I think of like one word that I want to embody for the year. So I just really like think about that word and I'm really intentional about that word. And then I like make all my goals and like aspirations. And then you basically just kind of find photos and I make sure I put the word really like prominent on the board. And then, like, photos and images that kind of represent, like, different goals that you have. What would you recommend to somebody just starting out, you know, like me? Like, I journal. I'm very into journaling. But what would you recommend to somebody just to get started? How do you even find your word? Just think about, like, think about something that maybe you you just really want to filter every decision that, like, in your life. You know what I mean? Like, a word that just kind of encompasses the path that you want for like the year it can be an easy word like even if it's just happiness you know what i mean what doing whatever makes you happy for that year um if you want it to be something like if you want more confidence have your word be confident you know like something that you feel like you just want more of in your life tanya i love this one word strategy uh, I've, I've heard vision boards and I've heard about the one word strategy, but I've not heard them put together ever before. I just think it helps kind of just point, like, I think sometimes vision boards can be overwhelming. It's like, oh, you see a picture of somebody on vacation, like, oh, I want to go on vacation, so I'll put that on there. But it's like, is that going to add to my radiance of the year? Like, maybe not, you wow. know? So, big time agree. I love vision boards, but one of the things is you've got, like, something for your relationship, something for money, something about where you want to live, and it's just sort of this hodgepodge of something you look at. But if it's intentional, like the way you're describing it, I love that. So, everything on your board, just so everyone's kind of taking the structure, everything on the board is reflected somehow for this word that you have for the year. And then how often do you look at this thing, and where do you keep it? So I keep mine in my kitchen, so I see it every single day. And then 
at the end of the year, I'll like move that one in. So I have a collection. I've been making them since like I've been making them for the past like six or seven years. So I keep them all. And what's really interesting is like sometimes maybe I don't get like achieve a goal that year, but I'll achieve it like two or three years later. And that's kind of like cool to see kind of how long it takes or like you know what I mean. Like dreams and goals that you have might not happen in the year, but like they happen eventually. Big, yeah, it's happened for me, too. Like three years later, I'm like, well, I set this thing up in 2018 or whatever. So the thing that this does so well, I want everyone to kind of get, and I want you to speak to this, too, is that you, most people get the same emotions every day. So if you're somebody who finds gratitude and happiness and peace, you sort of find a way to use your word, which is brilliant. The world is filtered to you to find you those things. It's called the reticular activating system, right, in your brain. And then, but what most people, or, or the other ones, you get anxiety, worry, fear, anger, and those are the emotions you get every day. The awesome thing about this, when you combine this one word with the board, is you're telling yourself, I'm going to find gratitude, or I'm going to find happiness, or I'm going to find radiance every single day. You're actually taking control of the emotions. Have you found, because of this, you see more of that stuff, at least on a weekly basis, than you did before? Like, you see it? I think so. And I mean, I mean I'm mean, i human. And so, like, obviously, some days I have days that, like, I'm not radiant. You know what I mean? Like, sure. especially when I'm pre-period, like, I'm pretty <laughs> not radiant. Yeah, me too. No, but. <laughs> but I think at the end at the end of the day, I think I really do kind of just like focus on that, and I kind of think of like whatever I'm doing, I don't just do things to do them; I do them with purpose. You know what I mean? I think that's such a good I point. Think that helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. And do you? Can you add to it? So, like, you make your board, but let's say you're three months into the year, and you're like, "Wow, how did I miss this?" Or is like once it's up, it's done. I think so. I mean, I think you can always add to it. I usually don't just because I cover my boards and I'm, I'm kind of like a neat freak, so I don't want to like touch it when it's done. <laughs> but I have added things. So like sometimes I'll write like write goals on the back of my board, like with like my handwriting, you know. No, I think it's so great. And how did you how did you start? Like who was the person that told you about it, or where did you read it? So if we have listeners who want to start doing it, they've listened to this podcast, but they're like, okay, I still need more information, or I want to see picture examples or whatever it is, where should they go? Um, well, I started doing it because a girlfriend of mine um, did it one year, and like literally she manifested her board like it was crazy. And so that was kind of, and like I went through a really bad breakup and I just kind of felt like I was just kind of very, like I was living my life in a hamster wheel. Like I wasn't doing anything intentional. I was just yeah. kind of living my life and I wanted more purpose. So it kind of felt like the perfect, like what's the word synergy of everything. Um, so I started doing them at that time. And I think I have a bunch of like examples. I posted them on my blog on honorwithryan.com for mm -hmm. the morning show. So I have like tons of pictures of like my past vision boards and stuff like that up there. Super cool. I I, uh, I love that word synergy. So I want to ask you something about maybe an idea on this because you use words I love like intentional and awareness, right? Like it changes your intention when you're just more aware. Like, hey, I'm going to be radiant. I'm going to be happiness. I'm going to be joy. I'm going to be powerful. Whatever that thing is. Yeah. What about like? And I'm curious because I I've done vision boards, but what if a group of women, for example, want to get together and have an evening where they do this together and they sort of you know, mastermind and brainstorm together and talk out loud about some of their intentions? Or do you think this is something you should do personally in a quiet place by yourself? Um, I've actually seen, so I feel like a lot of people will post like their vision board parties and tag me in it because I'm so vocal and like, so like was such a big thing for me. So they have like some girls do, they do um, cheese boards and vision boards. 
So they'll, like, have a bunch of girls come together and, like, have cheese and wine and, like, make it, like, a fun thing and go through magazines and cut them out. I think it's important to, like, have a conversation with yourself and kind of figure out your goals and things on your own. But I think making the actual board is super fun to do with people. Maybe we should ha- do a double host and we'll have one with Teddy Teapot and Scrubbing In and we'll do a little vision boarding. It's a great idea. I love it. I literally, like, I love it so much to the point where, like, a lot of my New Year's Eve plans have been making vision boards with some of my friends. Oh, well, good. Well, don't leave me out of that. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. And um, I'll just be texting you after to set it up. You're so welcome. I love you so much. I'm sorry I couldn't be there in person. I just have to get to my dentist. I know, I know. Well, we'll see you soon. Okay, love you. Love you. So now we're going to bring on Cherie Healy, and she's a possibilitarian. You know everything, Ed. What's that? I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, she's going to tell us. Wait a bit. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin Four days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell 
amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, now we're getting Cherie Healy on. She is a possibilitarian, which I need to learn what that is exactly, but she's also an amazing life coach. Hello. Hello. Uh, you are on with myself and Ed Milet. Hi, Cherie. Hey. Great to have you. So thanks, guys. First, we love the way it sounds, but I don't exactly know what it means. Can you explain what a possibilitarian is? Yes, it's somebody who believes that anything's possible and will stop at nothing to help you get what you want. <laughs> well, I like that. I like that. And I get a lot of kind of pushback from people because I help people change their life when it comes to um, fitness and their exercise routines and their diet. And people are always calling me a life coach. And I'm like, I'm not necessarily a life coach, but when you're feeling good about yourself, you start changing other things in your life. Can you explain to me a bit what a life coach is? Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. Like that we get, you know, everybody's trying to decide what sector of life are we in charge of or how are we helping cause change and I think the simplest definition for a life coach is somebody who helps you get from where you are to where you want to be you know and I didn't specialize in on one area like you are so successfully helping people change their bodies and their health and I feel like I really look across the board at all the areas of life so that's where I might fall more you know effectively in that with that label as life coach, because I'm looking at stuff across the board, from body to relationships to uh, work to all of it. Cherie, what do you think? I'm curious because you you cross all those different spectrums. Underneath all of that, yeah. someone comes to you for you know something on their body, or there's something bothering them in their mind, or they want to achieve something. What do you think underneath that they really want? You know what I mean? Like they what oh, they think they right. want, and then there's what they really want. Best question ever. Uh, Yeah, I think that we were born, all of us, to experience love and joy. Mm, 
so I have never been able to get anybody to argue with me on that because I think we all want it, you know, and we think if we make just, you know, the next million or if we lose the weight or if we, you know, do all these things that somehow we'll be loved and we'll be happy. I'm so glad you said that because I think everybody listen to this, you know, there's the things you think you want, but then if you dig a little bit deeper, why do you really want them? And the more you can get to the yeah. root of what you actually want, the more you can get clear on getting it. So that's, that's awesome answer. Yeah. You're right, because you could tick off all those boxes and still not be happy if you don't know how to get that now. Yeah. I'm way more interested in helping people crack the code on those things mm -hmm. without having achieved all the other outward stuff. And then know that, yeah, when you get that house on the sea, you know, <laughs> you already know how to be happy with the one in town, you know, so you'll be great. And oftentimes on our route to get what we want or we think we want, we talk to ourselves so terribly. How do you teach people to up their self-talk and like what are some things that they can do to change it? That's the truth, man. I think that is where I spend a lot of time because you can, like I'm doing this with a lot of clients right now, setting out for 2020 and designing the year and thinking about what we want and and I say to them, you've got to figure out which part of you is in charge first. Like if I'm going to go about reaching any goal in my relationships or my work or with my body or my well-being in general, I've got to figure out what's the most resourceful part of me that when things get tough and I don't want to keep going, that I don't struggle with, you know, the little girl inside or the critic or all those different parts of ourselves that might throw us off the path. So I think we start with the negative self-talk when we're really little. And it could be that we've internalized a parent's voice or we had a particular moment where there was a lot of shame or pain. And that voice becomes a way of survival for us. So we try to avoid pain by causing pain. And it doesn't make a lot of logical sense, but that's because it's in the reptilian brain, right? It's in the stress center that we develop this way of causing pain to ourselves before anyone else can. Mm. You know, you know it's, it's so good. Like, you, one thing about that, I want to ask you on that, because I thought you hit on something huge there. You're not born yeah. unhappy, right? You kind of learn uh -huh. this behavior and these thoughts. And you said something so profound right there, that little girl. And oftentimes, you know, it's my my belief that you're learning these thoughts and these behaviors from things you inherited from your parents or experiences that happened when you're kind of defenseless emotionally as a child. Right. And I think that's important because tell me if you agree with this, because that lets you know that you can learn your way out of it, too. It's not something you were you know, we weren't you're not an unhappy person. You've learned to be unhappy, don't you think? You nailed it. I mean, the day we learned about neuroplasticity was like the greatest day ever because we know that this stuff can be changed and why the possibilitarian, right? Because I know this stuff can be flipped and it's by recognizing it first and making the choice that I don't have to buy this anymore. I'm not here to struggle. And that that voice, I liken it to like, you know, depending on when you were born, 1980s software. Like you've got an app on your desktop that's old mm -hmm. and you can literally update it and decide to identify more with the voice that comes from your heart. Like your heart would never talk to you like that. Mm. Right. 
So you put your hand on your heart. I don't know if you guys have heard about heart math, but it's a great hack. I'm all about little tools and ways that we can make change happen quickly. And the heart math, if you put your hand on your heart and you kind of just gently push in and rub in a circle for three minutes, in three minutes, there's a biochemical reaction that has you move right out of that critic's voice right out of the little girl or whatever part of you has been threatened and get right back into your high self. And just three minutes. That is such and a good totally tool. Love it. Yeah. And, and what if yeah, the, and just, what if the negative self-talk isn't you, it's somebody in your life. So it's your husband or it's your boss and they are just constantly on you and you're doing your best to, you know, elevate yourself, to elevate your mood, but this person is just, you know, relentless. Oftentimes my clients, that'll be their biggest reason to quit because my husband isn't happy that I'm changing my life. Oh yeah, that's a rough one. You know, there's an opportunity, I think, with everyone to stop and say, hey, I got... I don't want to have this kind of relationship or this kind of communication isn't serving us. Do we want to do something different? And I I think, you know, when you get into a relationship with somebody who's also in survival mode, who's in that fight or flight, and you have to relate to them from that place, it's their communication ways, right? Their tools. We could say, hey, let's take a minute. We could practice nonviolent communication or I feel statements or just recognize this person is hurt. And I believe hurt people hurt people, mm-hmm. right? So if this person it, it can't deal with their hurt or can't take responsibility for the fact that they are always communicating from a fight or flight place, then there's going to have to be boundary setting because you can't have somebody on one side who's doing all this hard work, trying to go for the love and joy and be thwarted at all turns, you know, and not have that experience because somebody else just doesn't have the skills to treat them well. Yeah, I, I uh, second that. I, I ask people, I get asked that question often too. And, you know, one of the things, I don't know that my wife's always agreed with all the different things I've tried to do. In fact, I know she didn't believe in them, right? Some of them, but she's yeah. always believed in yeah. me. And mm-hmm. I, I think that sometimes in these relationships, if you're getting that one, you should never tolerate it. We don't say this enough. Don't tolerate that. You treat, you teach people yeah. how to treat you. And the more and more you tolerate and accept that you're going to continue to get it. There just has to be someone in the space go, no, don't tolerate that. That's it. You shouldn't be with that person if they talk to you like that. And I think one of the ways that you uncover, and I'm not trying to be black and white. I'm not talking about breaking up a marriage. But one of the power questions yeah. to ask your spouse is, I know you don't believe in this program I'm on. Or maybe you don't agree in this, believe in this business. But do you believe in me? Because if you can't give mm-hmm. me a yes to believing in me, we don't have a relationship. And so if you can get back to that fundamental, yes, I believe in you. Yes, I love you. But I've got some differences with some of the choices you're making. Well, now you can have an elevated conversation. And so I think that's a powerful question to ask somebody when they're treating you that way is just stop it. Move it off of the business or the weight loss program or the transformation you're on and pull it back to you. Do you love and believe in me? And you'll get your answer there. Now, if it's a loving and believing answer, now you've got the basis to have that elevated conversation. If it's a I don't know then you guys are in a dangerous space in your relationship and you need to be evaluating it, at least I think. Yeah, there's a great, you know, way to just tiny shift, but it could change everything to listen curiously, listen to learn. If your partner is getting triggered by your change, to stop and say, hey, what is this bringing up for you? Mm-hmm. Just get curious. And same thing for the partner who's threatened by you making changes to 
wonder and go in with, I may not agree or disagree, but that, again, is reptilian. That's like in our DNA to just agree or disagree. It's a survival way of listening where I would be more interested in a conscious level of listening saying, babe, what is this new program giving you? Why are you creating this change? Tell me what's in it. If we can just get curious about each other, we can always stay connected. It doesn't have to be I agree or disagree. I just want to know you. Mm. And I think something that often happens when you're in a relationship for a long time, if your partner has consistently seen you not follow through, then they start losing trust in you. And I know that's actually something that used to happen with me. I used to say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then I wouldn't. And it became something where when I ended up actually changing my life, I know that Edwin was like, "Mm, yeah, okay, sure. But I had to have enough confidence in myself to say, listen... I actually don't really care what you think in regards to this. I love you, but this time I'm for real. And when you see that, you'll get on board. Gosh, that's good. And truthfully, it took a while. I mean, I did this. I started blogging every day for a year with absolutely no reward Mm. other than feeling better and changing my life. Mm. Before I started a business, before anything shifted. But it's just that confidence of saying, I can do this and I can do it every single day, then all of a sudden all your relationships start to shift. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And at the root of it all too, you know, I think you all agree with me on this too. As long as they do love you and they do believe in you, what they're really feeling most of the time, and I think if you're listening for this, you'll maybe act somewhat more sympathetically or empathetically. It sounds crazy to say, but they're afraid you're leaving them. Like at the root yeah. of the root, at the root of the root, right? It's, like if you go all the way back, we talked earlier about what do you really want? More happiness and bliss. At the root of the root, that lack of support is you're leaving me. And they literally yeah. figuratively mean that. Like you're ch- the person I love is changing. That woman, that man's they're leaving, leaving me. They're leaving me or maybe they're outgrowing me. You got or it. what if they're better than me? Yeah. And then all of yeah. their insecurities and comparison, killing joy once again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. What? Yep. And, you know, we have two primary fears that we're all also wired with, that we come in with, that I won't be enough and I won't be loved. Yeah. Wow. And you're totally tripping that up in your partner, right? I'm curious but, about well, this. I wasn't enough to make you happy. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we both 100% in alignment with you on that. And the thing that you do that I think is brilliant that I want to hone in on, because I just think it'll help so many people is when you're not getting that support from these secondary places or in your relationship, it's can you create support for yourself? So talk about strategies where you can create external support for yourself when you're not getting it from your partner. What are some of the things that you recommend somebody do to give themselves support when they're not getting it from someone else? Yeah, this is it. It's the intersection of two things. And these two things, when you can design your life around these two things, you become your highest self. So I would say most free version, like most powerful version of yourself. And it's at the intersection of getting what you need and what you want, what would make you happy. That if you going into 2020 or any day on any day are thoughtfully thinking about asking for and getting what you need, and this goes back down, like a lot of people actually don't know what they need. So if I quickly break down, this stems from human needs psychology and that we all have six basic human needs. And people always want to think these are Maslow's hierarchy, but they're not. It's six human needs that I swear we should have been taught when we were in kindergarten and would have solved a lot of problems for us. If we get these six, we are golden. And everything that happens around us, we can respond to from a high self place, you know, not from that fear-based, 
um, fight or flight survival place. So the six human needs, you can look this up or ping me and I'll send it to you. It's certainty, uncertainty, significance, love slash connection, growth, and then contribution slash celebration. So if you're thinking about those things and you're asking your partner, like, you know, when you talk to me like that, it doesn't give me a lot of certainty. It makes me really scared. It's so crazy that you're saying that because not only do you say that, I I just read Ed Milet's book and he says that. So guys, obviously there's something there's something there's, really there's to some this. magical connection here today. <laughs> well... I love it. Would you agree with me, though, if you're honing in on those six needs? Because you sound like you're an expert on this, too. Of all those six needs, love and connection, significance, we different people have different needs, but we all have two of them, no matter what. We all want to grow, and we all have this need to contribute. And one of the oh, things that, yeah. as I read more and more about you that I love, is you talking about getting outside of yourself and contributing to others as a way to find more of your own happiness and fulfillment, Correct. Big time. It seems that everybody who is attracted to working with me wants to make the world a better place. Mm. And if you just zeroed in on the top two needs, we need all six. But if you use them like radio dials and you said, I'm just going to make growth and contribution my top two at all costs, I'm going to go for those, you get all the others without even trying. Yeah. And what do you say to people who are kind of pessimists and they're like, oh, well, if you're a life coach, then you must be perfect and your life must be great. And, you know, I can only take advice from somebody who's, you know, living at a 10x every single day. Like, what are your answers to that? Yeah. So it's like perfect that I'm in this career because, you know, you're teaching what you need to learn usually Mm. in, in life. And I am like a recovering perfectionist. I grew up with parents who had really high expectations and I had high expectations and I got really rewarded for being amazing. And you just learn. I think women are even more inclined to be people pleasers and, you know, check all the boxes. And I'm just one of those high achievers. And I have literally had to take my shoulders down and like really just give myself hall passes on the daily to be human, to be where I'm at to know that I'm figuring it out right alongside my clients and everyone else and just enjoy. Like if I'm all about the joy, man, then I've got to just allow that, you know? And so I tell people wholeheartedly where I'm at. I tell them stories all the time as we're working together because I think we learn best by stories and I share all the fails and all the places (laughs) where I'm still learning. And I try to just, you know, have like armfuls of tools that help and we practice them together. Well, I can't thank you enough. I think that our listeners are getting so much from you. And if they want to find out more, how do they find you? Oh, you're so awesome. It's just ShereeHealy.com. And I'll do a quick spell because it's hard to spell. It's C-H-E-R-I-E-H-E-A-L-E-Y. And I'm on Instagram as The Luminaries because I think we're all just giant forces of light on the planet and that's what i'm here to just remind people of well thank you so much for taking the time you're awesome sheree oh my god you guys are thanks so much it was great talking to you bye so we got to take one more little break and then can i grill you some more ed yeah sure (laughs) you like to watch the new stuff right well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. 
Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, 
and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, so now that we've talked to a life coach, we've talked to somebody who does vision boards and manifesting what they want, what is your mindset for when you set a goal and it doesn't go through? (laughs) I'm very familiar with that. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's usually delayed. We talked a little bit about that with Tanya, where some of them end up coming back later. Um, You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with missing a goal, right? I think I'd rather shoot for something big and miss it. Now, having said that, if you have a whole bunch of goals and you keep missing them, you need to shrink those goals into shorter time frames and more realistic things you achieve, right? Because the most important thing is you start building this reputation with yourself that you get the things done that you say that you're going to do. But sometimes the pursuit of a goal, I'll be honest with you, I've had a few goals in my life before where the closer I got to them, I realized they didn't serve me. And so what sometimes you're not going to get a goal that you set up because there's something bigger or different that would serve you more in that moment. Um, You know, you and I are both people of faith and sometimes our plans are wonderful. And sometimes God, (laughs) sometimes God has different plans in our life. If you believe in the quantum field, which I believe in both, sometimes the universe is going to pull you in a different direction as, you know, different people enter your vibrational field. And so I'm open to life. I don't want everything in my life to be completely predictable. That'd be boring. No, you're open to pivot. Yeah, I'm open to pivot. I'm open to surprises. And you know what? Sometimes disappointment isn't so bad. What happens to us in our goals is usually a lot of times we set goals up, like when you were saying at bottom, losing your weight, right? What it is, is it's very painful. Here's the rub. Maybe you need to lose 50 pounds, let's say. For most people, they have that 50-pound pain. I got to lose the 50, and they lose 15 or 20 of it, and now it's not quite so painful to be the 35-pound overweight person, and they lose that drive and ambition. So that's why it's important to keep setting weekly and daily goals because that initial stimulus is depleted as you get further away from it. Which is why I always say it's a lifestyle change, not a diet, Mm. because I did years and years of dieting Mm. never works it wasn't until i finally said okay you know what i am changing my life and now everybody in my life will know about it Mm. i'm not going to hide it in this dark little area of my of my you know inner being Mm. and try to protect people from it i'm going to put it out there and the people that love me are going to go on this lifestyle change with me one thing about you should i just tell your audience like it's super real like, it's super like, annoying whether no, no it's, I, I mean I don't live with you every day so it's not that annoying we'd have to ask Edwin but but I've, I'm around you enough to know it's very real like this is your lifestyle you are you know oftentimes in any space where people are giving advice or coaching or being vulnerable I think it's just important that I stamp I go let me tell you I'm around her she's this way and the cool thing about being around you because I'm also someone who kind of prides myself on doing what I say but I do find myself behaving better in some of these areas when I'm around you or people <laughs> like you because it's like you make me want to live up to that standard that I've set for myself. So it's important to and have I people like that. And I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier. You know, like as long as you are showing up for yourself, as long as you're surrounding yourself with people that lift you up and that you want to do better when you're around, Absolutely. you're setting yourself up for success. And it, I'm going to tell you something. It is going to take time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we oftentimes talk about the power of yes, but the power of no is also very important. Yeah, that's a fact. Boy. <laughs> that's probably my bigger deal is my ability to say no. 
That's a thing for me in both of the, they know when it's good food and I want to eat healthy, but also just like in my personal life, I have a hard time saying no to people in general, like when they ask me to do things for them or a commitment that I make. And I found lately, I started to say no to some things that empowers you too. You don't have to say yes to everybody for everything all the time. Yeah, because then if you're, I know for myself, if I say yes to something I don't want to do, I go in and I half-ass mm-hmm. it and then I feel bad and then I worry about how they feel. And I'm like, you know what? It would have been a lot better if I just said, hey, sorry, I can't do that. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> So I have another thing that I kind of want to dig into. What is a day in the life of Ed Milet? Like I know with myself, mm-hmm. I'm very ritual ritualistic. Yeah. I wake up at a certain time. Mm-hmm. I journal. I work out. I make sure. Sh- I you know I do my non negotiables. I you know set my intentions for the day and I make sure it happens. Yeah. I find this is often true for most people. Big time. I'm in this. so so we're so similar. I'm super lazy. So if you left me, and undisciplined, so, <laughs> so if you left me to my own devices, I would be a zoo. So I had to come up, here's, here's my kind of whole philosophy. If I control the first 30 minutes of my day, and I have some control over the last 30 minutes of my day, the probability of me having some control over the middle of it is increased. So I still have lots of days that are up and down and good and bad, and every day's different. But what's never different is the first 30 minutes of each of my days and the last 30 minutes of each of my days extremely ritualized. So like when I wake up, I talk about this in my book and on my podcast, but I wake up, I certainly have a prayer and meditation time. I do a cold plunge. People ask me, why do you do a cold plunge? Here's why I do it. Number one, it gives you flight or flight. You're completely awake. And you know what? It's difficult to do. And I'm already starting my day doing something most people are unwilling to do. And in my little brain, I'm going, I'm doing things other people aren't willing to do. I deserve to get things they're not going to get. So I do that. I have a gratitude exercise. Who do I love? What am I grateful for? Who loves me? I go through that. I do some stretching, and then I do my workout. The biggest change for me in in 2018 to here is I stopped checking my phone the first 30 minutes of the day. Hardest damn thing in the history of the world to do and the best thing that will change your life because in life, there's a syntax. There's a context. You are either someone who responds all day long or dictates. And if you're a responder, you will be in the middle to the bottom of happiness in life and achievement. And when you grab your phone, first minute, you look at it, what are you doing? Responding to everybody else's demands and stimulus. You saying this is making me all sweaty and bothered right now. <laughs> yeah. There's really nothing on your phone that can't wait 30 minutes when you wake up, even though in your brain you go, oh my gosh, everyone's dying. Yeah, because what I do is I, I wake up, I do my first work things, mm-hmm. and then I go do my journal and my alone time. Okay. But I do I do feel that need to get up and get it done, and, by and the that's way, for which, somebody else. What's the number? one thing let's go into little teddy's brain here her life what's the number one thing if you could eliminate one emotion because i know i think i know what it is that you have mostly that you wish you didn't have as much of what is it anxiety i know yeah. i know it is i know that would be what you would say and part of that is when you wake up not to get really technical but you're in a certain brain flow state at that time in your beta state which is your flight or flight you did it since we were cave women and cavemen you're supposed to be able to wake up and what's wrong that's the right. first thing you're supposed to do. And so when you combine that with grabbing a phone and then there's all the stuff you got to worry about, you've sort of wired yourself every single day tone. for that. Yeah. So it's something to consider. It's so hard. Even but once though you do it, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to set the tone by picking my quote or doing whatever it is yeah. that I'm doing for, um, you know, my clients. But I, I do wait yeah. to start taking care of me. So I, that is going to be one of my non-negotiables. All right. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> Good. Um, And what would you tell someone who feels stuck or like they're lacking any drive to make any changes, but they're stuck and they're unhappy? Yeah, that's a pattern. It's not who you are. It's a pattern you've fallen into. So that is not you. Okay, that's the most important thing to accept. You are not someone who's in a rut. You are not an unmotivated person. You're in a pattern. 
Okay, and so what we need to do is break that pattern. And probably one of the ways that you could easily break it the most is to begin to take control of your reticular activating system, which is what you see. Just begin to tell yourself what you'd like to see. There's this part of your brain, it's the filter for your whole life. It fil- literally, it's the filter for your damn life. It's in the frontal lobe of your brain. And it's, it's what, that's why, like, say you buy a brand new car. You buy a blue van. All of a sudden, you see blue vans everywhere right. all over the road, three lanes over going the other direction. They were always there. Why do you see them now? Because they're in your awareness, okay? It's, uh, if you go into a room and there's names being yelled out, that's noise auditory that blends into the abyss, unless it's your name. Across the room, someone says, Teddy, you can hear it in a room of other voices. So if you could begin to make the things you hear and see, the blue vans and your own name in your life, which is the things that you want, if you, and that's just by starting to really program it and really begin to think it. That's number one thing I would say to you is start to take control of that filter. And then the second thing is this. Just try to take for a minute an inventory of what your gifts are. What's something you're gifted at? And you go, nothing. Not true. Every human has two or three of them that could be the gift for kindness, patience, honesty, integrity, intensity, uh, your math skills, your humor, your beauty, your intellect, whatever it is, right? Your problem solving, right? Your concern, your nurturing. All of you have two or three skills. The way out of your pattern, the way to get motivated is to begin to identify your two or three gifts, and you have them, I promise you, okay? And then begin to think, how can I start to use these gifts just to help other people? And if you do that, you'll get out of you and into someone else. You're into you too much. You being unmotivated, the last thing I'll tell you, is the most egotistical and selfish thing you could possibly do because it completely indicates you're all about you. And I know you're a good person. I know you don't see it that way. But if you have no motivation, no inspiration in your life, you're not about other people. Start to get into the service of other people. Start to think about your gifts. Start to think about how you could serve people. They're little things, everybody. Like maybe when you get into an elevator, what if you became that person that everybody around you anonymously, you said a quick prayer for them. You just right. said a prayer for people. Well, peace be with you in your own mind, in your own heart. You'll begin to transform And not you. for them to hear it so no. that they can then validate no. you for your good this behavior. Is, this is all about you. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I can't agree more with you. I think, yes, I, you know, originally it took me taking the steps to say I'm going to change my life. But creating this business mm-hmm. and now watching other people change their life is the only reason I am able to continue and stay with it. Yeah, and you do. And a couple of your gifts, now that we know each other, is A, you genuinely love and care about people. It's it's a gift. That is a gift. Most of you just slough that off that you have it. Not everybody's that way, folks. So if that's a gift of yours, that's a gift. Take inventory. The second thing is you have a very unique, based on your background, it's very unique, your level of humility and your level of honesty are two of your greatest gifts, Teddy. And you combine your wanting to really make a difference for other people, your humility, and you didn't need to be, the ways you were raised, your background, now with what you're doing now, and then how really brutally honest of a person you are. Those are three incredible gifts. And when you're the happiest, you're utilizing those three gifts with your children, with Edwin, with your coaching. That's when you're the happiest. And all of you will be the happiest when you identify those gifts that you take for granted because you have them, you think everybody has them, and because you haven't made millions of dollars with them, you devalue their worth. Right, and also appreciating other people's gifts. Like Mm. what Ed just did right there, not a lot of people do. Mm. So the fact that he could go out there, point out my gifts Mm. without expecting anything in return, Mm. because that is what feeds him. Mm -hmm. So I I think that in closing, what we can talk about when it comes to New Year's resolutions and changing our lives and sticking true to our goals, it's really just about us. It's not because it's 2020. Mm -hmm. 
It's not because new year, new you. It's because you are making a commitment to you. You love your life. You want your life to be grand and you want to be in charge of your own life. Mm -hmm. Um, Any closing remarks you have for everybody? No, I love you and I appreciate you having me here today. And if there's anything I can ever do for your audience, I'm kind of in service to them anytime I can be. So, um, And you guys, Ed Milet is like on point with like responding in his comments on his Instagram. <laughs> I am extremely envious to it because I struggle there, like struggle bus central. So honestly, shoot him a message. Um, he's at Ed Milet on Instagram. You can find him anywhere. I He's one of those people that in the morning I go on, I see what he has to say and I get that that little boost where I'm like, you know what? I can do this again today. Um, and then in regards to me, please get my journal because it's an easy so, way so good. for you to start making these little changes, these non-negotiables. I talk about how to journal on my Instagram and also any questions you guys have, please send them to at Teddy Teapot. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Teddy Teapot on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world. And I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- 
and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratacoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.